0: Hey, what's going on? It's Adam Hinton, also known as Ace Underscore Muscle on Instagram. I'm doing this podcast because I get asked a lot of questions as far as, hey, Adam, which is the best way to do this, that, or the other for workout-wise, which is what I am. Everybody on Instagram is a fucking Facebook fitness aficionado and whatnot. And I feel like I come from a place where I can give my specific insight and knowledge on where I came from at least. Which, my background is coming from a place where I was 165 pounds of nothing other than fat and laziness. Uh, I came and I did a lot of work and I cut down to 145 pounds. Um, I slimmed down a lot and then I bolt back up to 165 but i kept the same like body fat ratio so i was really shredded and muscular at 165 pounds and now currently i bulked up to 205 um i've gained a little bit of body fat in the process but now i'm on my cut way back down and i'm gonna cut to 185 and i'm looking pretty good um my my Instagram, Shows that uh, quite a bit, and I get I get DMs a decent amount on questions about working out, and when I get these questions, I feel like I could do better, or at least recently I've thought I could do better on a podcast where I could say everything that I have to say, where a lot of people can you know look at this information. Um, and if that's something they want to follow, then that's something they want to follow. But I feel a lot more comfortable being able to say things other than just writing them all down. I feel like it's, uh, easier for somebody to drive to work and just listen to a podcast if they care about what I have to say about certain things. So, a little bit about me, um, I, on top of being a Instagram, Facebook, uh, fitness person. I own Ace Coach Cash, which is a Amazon arbitrage. I buy things wholesale from overseas. I bring them over here and then I resell them. Um, also, I'm military. I've been in the military for a couple years. And I'll probably do some stuff on that because it's. <laughs> if not for anybody else, I feel like myself. Just to document, this is where I started doing these things. And I'm... As far as doing my own business thing, that's fairly new. That's a couple of months startup. And I feel like at this point in time, this is something that I'm probably going to do for the rest of my life. Either that or bust. So... <laughs> At this point, I feel like I'm starting from... It's almost like I'm starting from day one from the decision to actually... I've done a lot of things. I have a logo, I have a brand, I have this, that, and the other. But this is almost a start for me because a, a couple of days ago, or a couple of weeks ago, rather, it was, this is something that I'm going to do not just as my side hustle, but probably is something that i'm just going to continue for the rest of my life and i rather enjoy that but um as far as that that's that side is just going to be the whole documenting of things this is more of um what i do know is uh fitness i've done it. i've been in the gym for a solid uh six years five six years six days a week, every day, every week, like, including Christmas, I, I, in the gym for so damn long, when, when I started, um, I had a good friend of mine, who, we both, did taekwondo and Tangsudo and karate and uh, boxing together uh growing up as kids because both of our parents had us in all of that stuff from the time we were small him from the time he was five me from the time i was seven and right around the time that we started getting together to go work out outside of that we were around uh 14 years old 15 years old and we bonded over the fact that we followed the same people on YouTube and uh Instagram and stuff like that. Which <laughs> for all of y'all thinking that I was an old cat, that's that's not the case. I'm I'm fairly young <laughs> as far as that goes. But um I was around for the early micro early uh Elliot Hulse. Uh, just guys I enormously admire and respect. And these were my, uh, C.T. Fletcher, um, just really hardcore people that I was super into. I wasn't into bodybuilding at the time. I was just into these guys look crazy and I want to look like that kind of thing. And me and him both had this idea that this is what we wanted to do. But we didn't have any prior weightlifting knowledge. Neither one of us had taken weightlifting in uh, high school. I was really out of shape. We were both black belts in martial arts at the time, and I was really out of shape. If that tells you anything with work ethic and how that plays into that. I don't know what will. You can do the minimum to get by <laughs> all the way up till you fake it till you make it. Because I was a first degree at this time when I first started lifting weights. Since then, I'm a second degree. Um, I've kind of faded away from the martial arts aspect of things. Because my body just doesn't respond to it like lifting weights does. As far as getting into shape, I really enjoy it. I've kept up with boxing for a really long time as well. Uh, Sudo, which is a off branch of taekwondo or not really an off branch just a different variant is that's i I love it and it's what originally got me into any sport i've ever done but it's not i'm not competitive at it my friend on the other hand shouts out to drew taylor um he was a silver medalist in the olympics when we were kids and he was just crazy work ethic this dude was insanely athletic and just gave everything he had into uh taekwondo so uh he competed in the taekwondo uh not Rio to Great Britain I don't know one of one of the olympic games and anyways or the the junior olympics rather so anyways when it comes down to we we decided that we were going to go to the gym together, but we had no idea of how to go about actually lifting weights, so we just went and just you know kind of eyeballed it and just like followed our people on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and this that and the other, and we tried to emulate what they were doing, and what we saw was and this is actually what i 'm going to talk about today. Because I've seen or I had somebody message me asking about, hey, Adam, what's the best way to specifically the question was, Adam, what's the best way to get big arms? And I don't have huge arms, but I have 18 and a half inch arms, which are decent size. Uh, They're nowhere near 22 inch massive arms, which I would like to have one day. But uh, they're. Enough that I can talk about, and especially coming from a place where I probably had 15, 14-inch arms, really small arms. Up to this point, I'd like to be able to say that I can speak on it a little bit. And especially on the misconceptions that I see in the gym, and not only do I see in the gym, but I did for a very long time, one of them at least, um, I did for a super long time and it's it's things that are actually counterintuitive like you would think that they would be one way but they're actually another so these are more tuned to people who don't really lift all that often except for one is tuned to people who don't really lift all all or are rather new to lifting and the other is tuned to people who may have been lifting for a long time but i just i i didn't know about it for three, four years and I had to listen to somebody who I i just got put into a specific I had somebody put a specific YouTube video in front of me at a specific time and I just happened to gleam that away from it. And um you know I feel like it's really good advice. So the first is people lifting outside of their uh weight range and a lot of a lot of just 6 months into the gym and you'll know you you'll pretty much know what I'm talking about specifically for arms uh you'll see people hitching their backs pushing their hips forward uh shoulder flexion rotation of that and just you know all around not controlling the weight um not only do they place high weight that they can't control in their hands, they place a low number of reps, which is a double whammy in the context of gaining muscle. Gaining strength is a completely different scenario, uh, different story, and this is actually how you see powerlifters who are 145 pounds that squat massive fucking weight. That they put four hundred pounds on a fucking squat rack, and they just go at it, and they're one hundred and forty five pounds, and it's it's killer for that shit. But as far as like gaining muscle, that's why they're one hundred and forty five pounds because they're training neuromuscular and not your like muscular density as a whole. Um, the key to actually gaining muscle is time over tension and just controlling the weight for I would say bare minimum 12 all the way up to 20 reps so normally I stay between uh, I'd say like 14 to 17 reps my magic number is normally 15 and just controlling and slowing down and pumping the muscle full of blood and just breaking down the muscle And I feel like that is the best way to go about building muscle instead of trying to just lift heavy weight. And this may not come from anybody. Like when you first go into a gym, if you're like me and you're coming from somebody who was influenced by social media to start going to a gym, you see these people who lift heavy ass weight. You see Ronnie Coleman's and uh, Mike Rashid's and like all these people who move monster ass weight. And they're moving it, but what you don't see is what you you do see, but maybe is not as uh, it doesn't call out to you as much. Is the fact that they're moving it for these rep ranges, um, at least old school micro sheet and old school Ronnie Coleman, and they're moving them for these fifteen minute rep ranges. It's just that you're just seeing really heavy weight. The thing is, is that that's their version of light-ish weight, for the most part. Like, Ronnie Coleman's crazy, so, I mean, like, I don't even know what his lightweight is. He calls everything lightweight. You have a 1,000 pounds on a fucking bar. Everything's lightweight. But when it comes down to what weight range you should actually do, it's decent weight that you'll feel for up to 20 reps and just control that weight. And I feel like a lot of people miss that and just aim for the heavy weights. And the second part to this is I feel like a lot of people try to run through the gambit of every single exercise for a muscle group. So specifically going back with arms, um, they'll try and do uh, a preacher curl, an outward facing curl, uh a hammer curl, and just like all the curls in the book, like every single curl. And this is something that I did for a long time. I did three, four years of just doing this over and over and over again, of just a lot of it, and my gains suffered directly because I was working out like this. You need to pick four to five movements, tops, And just grind them out. And like five, six, seven, eight sets. Nine sets of just the same stuff over and over again. It's not glamorous. It's not flashy. It's nothing like that. But that's what gets you gains. And I'm to the point to where I realize this. And what I'm saying is not necessarily that you should hog a machine. Or hog a specific bench. Or, you know, any of that. You need to be definitely aware of gym etiquette and realize how busy your gym is, and not try and hog something, and definitely don't let nobody, like, not work in where you're working. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's more of, if ideal situation, the gym is empty, and you're the only one on the bench, just do flat bench over and over again if you're doing chest, or if you're going to work concentration curls, Just do concentration curls over and over again until you're eventually going to either, like, just keep, at some point you're going to have to drop the weight. I say drop the weight and just keep going. And just keep doing the the same rep range over and over again. And if you stay slow and controlled, you're going to make gains. That's just all there is to it. It's just the matter of just keeping at that same movement. Over and over again. And that can get quite <laughs> tedious and boring. But, you know, it is it is what it is. And I feel like I got way more out of when I started doing that than when I was running around the gym trying to hit everything all at once. So, yeah. Um, that's probably where I'm going to end it for today. You know, just just my rambling about this, that, and the other. And I know probably nobody's going to listen to at least my first one. And if nobody listens to any of them, it's, I think it's therapeutic for me to be just saying all this shit into my car. <laughs> at the Like, I hope someone gets something out of this. But at the very least, I feel better because I've just talked to, you know, talked my heart out for, for a little bit. Makes me feel good. Um, But yeah. Also, um, I'd appreciate it if you, uh, if you wanted to, you know, send me what you feel like the misconceptions that you see in the gym about certain things are, um, if you want to shoot me that either in the comments or, uh, you know, DM, DM me on, uh, Instagram or, you know, comment on one of my pictures on Instagram, Any, any of that is, uh, an easy way to get to me. Um, especially considering that most of the things that I get through Instagram are either, hey, how do I do this, or spam. So, I mean, like, having people to talk to on Instagram, I think, is pretty cool. Um, ace underscore muscle, if you didn't get that the first time. Um, you know, I, I, I like to, to be able to interact and talk with people on Instagram. Uh, I found a couple of people that I find are really cool and have become, like, close friends through that way of communicating. Um and you know, it's just it's it's nice to have people that, you know, enjoy you, enjoy seeing your content that you put out and also want to be your friend. So I mean like if you want to do that and you wanna drop me a line, if you wanna be chill about it, like I'd appreciate it. Um, you know, if you made it all the way to the end of this video, which I doubt anybody will, um I thank you, and I appreciate you for uh, listening all the way through this podcast. And uh, I'll see you later.